0: Desert Diaries. Hello, Arizona calling, and oof, what a week! I mean, not just for me, but what a week for America! It's a real case this week of the good, the bad, and the ugly. So let's start with a good, shall we? We enjoyed a really lovely, quiet family new year, just the four of us. I'm still not quite used to living in a country in which one part can be in a completely different year <laughs> to the other part. But of course, with multiple time zones, Eastern time, Central time, Mountain time, I could go on. That's exactly what happens. We watched New York celebrate 2021 from the comfort of our Arizonan sofa at 10 pm watched a film, and then as we switched the TV back on, I thought, what does Arizona do to celebrate New Year? New York's got the Times Square ball drop, of course. In London, obviously, there's the fireworks on the Millennium Wheel. In Manchester, at the same time as London, usually there's fireworks there outside the town hall in a normal year. Sydney's got the Harbour Bridge, etc., etc. But in Arizona, what is there? I asked a friend, actually, who said, I don't know. Throw some fairy lights on a cactus. (laughs) So if you do know, please do let me know. Is there a New Year Arizonan ritual I'm missing out on? I would love to get involved. Do get in touch. Twitter at Walker Sam or find me on Instagram at Sam Walker Radio. The next day we headed north just a couple of hours to Flagstaff as it's way up in the mountains. They'd had a good dollop of snow a few days before, which had Kind of mostly gone away, but there was still a good amount left through the woodland that we explored. We hiked down through the pine forest into Sandy's Canyon, which was flanked by incredible gnarled, twisted cliffs that looked like molten rock. The husky, as you can imagine, was in heaven, rolling around in the snow and exploring the caves. The Sandy's Canyon Trail joins for a while the Arizona Trail, which is a scenic pathway that runs from the Mexican border right the way up the 800 miles to the Utah border, stretching the entire north-south length of Arizona from start to finish. yes of course dave wants to do it wild camping and all we'll see might be a couple of years our little break in flagstaff was topped off beautifully with games of poker and Cluedo in the hotel room and yes the nine-year-old wiped the floor with us for both of them accompanied actually by the best indian takeaway i have had since moving to america man alive i miss a really good curry there is something that doesn't Quite hit the mark with the ones that I've had here. The girls say on at least a weekly basis the first thing they plan to do when we come back is head to our favourite Indian on Washway Road in sale. It's so good. But this place in Flagstaff, whilst not quite there, was a long way towards it. Oh, it was lovely. We got home then to the bad. <laughs> So early December, I'd been sitting behind a massive truck at the traffic lights waiting to turn left. We were already in the middle of the intersection. As the truck turned, so did I to see the red light come into view over its roof. And as I did so, flash from the red light camera. Ah, lesson learned. So I got home from the trip to a ticket. Now... (sighs) Despite being the most convoluted thing I have ever read, there were many, many options I could take, appear in court and argue the toss, pay the fine and go to something called TSS, Traffic Survival School, which was an eight hour classroom based extravaganza. Or, and this took me a while to figure out, I could go and take a four hour defensive driving course. I think this was an option for me because it was my first offence, but it was a little bit Confusing as to whether that was something I could do. Hooray! The good news was this four hour course can be done online. Now, this made me feel a lot better because sitting in a classroom up close and personal with a bunch of random people for several hours inside in a city with some of the highest COVID rates in the world didn't make me feel terrific, to be honest. So I filled out the multiple forms, went online to sign up. Now, in England, of course, it's called a speed awareness course. I may have done one in 2011, (laughs) but you sign up on the website and you go. The end. That's it. It's like you go to your speed awareness course. Here's the one nearest to you. Done. Ah, but this is America, of course, the land where if they can commoditize something, they will. And so when I clicked through from the court website, I was given the choice of more than 100 local driving schools in my area that would offer me this course more than 100 within about 10 mile radius it was bonkers now let me give you a flavor of some of the names because i found it all a bit weird (laughs) So, you know, you've made a mistake driving, you get a ticket, you pay the price, you learn something, you don't do it again, right? That's how it goes. (laughs) So some of these companies offering the court-appointed course are called things like Defensive Action, Rules of the Road, Arizona Academy of the Responsible Driver. You know, serious names for serious matters. However, that's the minority. Most of them are called things like, uh (laughs) uh-oh, That was actually the name of one. Uh-oh, driving school. Superfly driving school. What? Wow, that was easy traffic school. Piece of cake. Traffic school. There is a whole swathe of them called variants of comedy driving school. What's comedy? About doing a traffic course, I don't know, but perhaps my very favorite. This was the name. Easy breezy cheapy speedy. <laughs> Anyway, I picked one at random. I signed up. I'll let you know. I don't think I'll be getting a lukewarm cup of Nescafe in a styrofoam cup like I did in the last speed awareness course I did. But we will see. And finally, I couldn't talk to you this week without reflecting on the ugly. What happened in Washington, D.C. just a few days ago was just horrendous. Virtually everyone I know stopped work and sat open-mouthed in front of the TV for a couple of hours on Wednesday afternoon as just thousands of people broke into the capital, essentially the Houses of Parliament, and, well, you saw what happened. It's horrendous. Four people dead. Many injured. Democracy changed forever. And one man is responsible for this. One man who spread lies and untruths and threats and conspiracy theories all for his own gain because his ego couldn't accept that he'd lost. The one man who swore an oath to protect Americans. It beggars belief, really, and yet there are people who've been fed those lies so consistently for so long it's almost impossible for them now to see any semblance of the truth, and this is what makes the future so uncertain. What's the feeling here? It's one of despair, really, amongst a lot of people, and, and also a bit of embarrassment. A close friend of mine called me and said, I'm so ashamed. I'm just so ashamed. A colleague of my husband's messaged him to say, I'm so disappointed, I thought we were better than this. Now, of course, the people this week he were whipped up sufficiently enough that they attempted a coup, whether you see them as thugs or just ordinary people who've been radicalised through wild social media conspiracy theories. They don't represent America. Or any American that I've met or call a friend. Of course they don't. But it is hard to see how such a division is going to be healed. Or what the next few weeks will hold. Stay safe. I'll see you in the desert.